When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. I'm Nicole Lappin, the only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand. It's time for some money rehab. Okay, so believe it or not, some progress has been made on the debt ceiling issue, and it's really turning out to be a buzzer beater. A few months ago, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen told us that the U.S. would face default on its debts by June 1st if the debt ceiling wasn't raised. She recently revised that estimate and said the U.S. could probably handle its bills a little longer and that actually X day, or the day the U.S. would no longer have authorization to pay its debts, is June 5th, which doesn't totally buy us that much more time, but the government has taken a big step toward a resolution. As I'm recording this on Monday, May 29th, here is the latest. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy revealed a proposed agreement on Sunday night, 99 gorgeous pages of a budget recommendation, and announced to the House that the voting will happen on Wednesday. Don't you love it when your boss hits you with a 99-page document on a Sunday night? Now, again, voting is supposed to happen on Wednesday, but Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said that the vote may realistically happen on Friday or even over the weekend. If the deal passes in the House and in the Senate, President Biden said he would sign it, which is a big signal of his support. So we could have a new debt limit set just in time for X day. McCarthy has been very frank about the fact that this is not going to be literally anyone's favorite debt deal. He said, quote, it doesn't get everything everybody wanted, but in divided government, that's where we end up, end quote. Kind of a Debbie Downer, right? Anyway, some U.S. representatives have been live tweeting their responses to the deal, and there is typical drama that you'd expect from politicians. Representative Debbie Dingell, a Democrat from Michigan, said that the deal is not favorable for liberals and Democrats are being, quote, held hostage, end quote. While a Republican senator from Texas put it more bluntly and called the deal a, quote, turd sandwich. Gross. If the proposed deal goes through, the debt limit would be suspended for two-ish years until January 1st, 2025. So that is good news for the debt ceiling and tough news for anyone hoping to win the presidential ticket in 2024. Along with the Oval Office, they will inherit a multi-trillion dollar problem. But until then, the people who will be impacted the most from the new rules will be people who have student debt, who are on food assistance programs, or people who love the environment and or live in Virginia. If you fall into any of these categories, you will be affected by the proposed debt deal. But don't worry, I will walk you through it. Let's start with student debt. So as of right now, student loan repayment requirements are paused and interest is not accumulating on any outstanding debt. 
This new debt deal will press play on payment requirements and allow interest to once again snowball. Under the deal, borrowers will need to start making payments again by the end of August. But to be honest, this doesn't change much for people with student debt. The biggest change, of course, would have been some wide-sweeping debt forgiveness. In debt ceiling negotiations, Republicans were keen on slashing any student debt relief, but those decisions were punted to the Supreme Court, literally. Biden's debt relief plan is on the Supreme Court docket for this summer. And the game plan, even before the debt ceiling negotiations started, was for student debt repayments to resume 60 days after the lawsuit in the Supreme Court is resolved, or if not resolved by June 30th, 60 days after that. In other words, the end of August. Same, same as is what is written in the current debt proposal. So again, even though this debt deal would officially resume student loan payments, it actually doesn't change much from what was already decided. And for everything else, the arena where big student loan change will be decided is the Supreme Court. Next up, Mama Earth. This debt deal is not good news for progress that climate activists have been making over the last few years. The big consequence of the debt deal where the planet is concerned is that the agreement would freeze spending for the Environmental Protection Agency, which is the federal agency that protects people and the environment from health risks, and develops and enforces environmental regulations. Beyond that, Biden has already made a really big concession to Republicans and agreed to expedite permitting for the Mountain Valley Pipeline. That is a 303-mile gas-in-construction pipeline that would run through the Blue Ridge and Appalachian regions of Virginia and West Virginia all the way to North Carolina. Construction of the pipeline has been stalled with dozens of environmental violations, but Biden gave a yellowish, greenish light in the debt deal. Pro-pipeline voices say the main benefits will be jobs created to construct and maintain the pipeline, and local residents will have better gas service. The anti-pipeline peeps say that the pipeline will hurt regional clean water and endangered species, as well as increased dependence on gasoline. It is a tale as old as time. New jobs versus quality of life. And I think we're all ready for a world in which there's an emphasis on new green jobs that can actually also help our quality of life. Last but certainly not least, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program Benefits, also known as SNAP Benefits or Food Stamps. More than 42 million people were enrolled in SNAP at the top of the year. That is a lot of people that depend on these benefits to put food on the table for their families. And to cut to the chase here, the debt deal would trim SNAP spending overall, but expand access to programs for some groups. There are three big changes to SNAP that are proposed in the debt deal. And heads up, there's a lot of jargon here, but I'll break it down after I get to it. First, raising the age of food stamp recipients subject to work reporting time limit requirements from 50 to 54, but only until 2030. Second, placing new restrictions on how often states can waive work requirements for food stamp recipients. And third, requiring the Agriculture Department to publish a report of which state waivers it approves and rejects. Again, that is so much jargon. So let's unpack this. In order to qualify for SNAP, generally, your household income needs to be at or below 130% of the poverty line. 
For a three-person family, for example, you are eligible for SNAP benefits if your household income is a little under $30,000 a year. In order to get SNAP benefits, if you are able to work, you need to meet the general work requirement. And these requirements are basically that you need to be trying to work. There are some exceptions, but that's generally the prerequisite. But if you're between the ages of 18 and 49, you might also need to work at least 80 hours a month in order to be eligible. And that definition of work is pretty flexible. It can be 80 hours of paid or unpaid work or even volunteering or going through a federal training program. The new debt ceiling agreement basically raises the age where you can stop reporting those 80 hours of work in order to get SNAP. As of right now, if you're able to work, you probably don't need to report those 80 hours of work if you're over 50. But under the New Deal, you would need to report those hours until you're 54. The second and third changes will have the biggest difference to SNAP, restricting when states can waive work requirements and requiring more reporting around when states have waived these requirements. Most Democrats are looking at this as an effort to weed out more people who can claim SNAP benefits and therefore cut SNAP spending. There is one last important change when it comes to food assistance. This debt deal actually expands SNAP access to veterans, unhoused people, and young adults transitioning out of the foster care system. So net-net, the SNAP point of the debt deal actually tells a pretty decent story of cooperation and compromise from both sides of the aisle. Breaking news. For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. If you're newly of voting age, don't wait until fall of 2024 to register to vote. And parents of voting age kids, help them out with the registration. We all remember what it's like to be a teen and wait until the last minute to do low-key, very important things. As I mentioned, if the debt ceiling agreement passes, it will be resolved until 2025. That means if spending isn't under control by then, the next president is going to have to negotiate another deal similar to this one, and you'll want to make sure that their non-negotiables are your non-negotiables. So please take the voter registration link in the show notes and send it far and wide to anyone and everyone in your life who may need a little extra nudge in order to get set up to vote in 2024. Do you ever get FOMO, fear of missing out? Well, do you ever get FOMO Tupita, fear of missing out on the perfect hire? If so, I have the antidote. It's LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In any given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites, and that adds up to a serious squad of awesome candidates. LinkedIn has over a billion professionals on the platform, and these candidates are super qualified. So much so that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. I work with LinkedIn Jobs for all of my dream team needs, so they're hooking up money rehabbers at linkedin.com slash MNN. Go there and you can post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash MNN, as in Money News Network, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Money rehabbers, you have money hidden in your house. Yeah, just hiding there in plain sight. Okay, so I don't mean you have gold bars hidden somewhere in walls, treasure map style, but you do have a money-making opportunity that you're just leaving on the table if you're not hosting on Airbnb. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. By hosting your space, you are monetizing what you already own. 
It doesn't get easier than that. For me, hosting on Airbnb has always been a no-brainer. When I first signed up, I remember thinking to myself, self, you pay a lot of money for your house. It is time that house returned the favor. And to get real with you for a sec, I felt so much guilt before treating myself on vacation because traveling can be so expensive. But since hosting on Airbnb, I feel zero stress for treating myself to a much needed vacation because having Airbnb guests stay at my house when I'm traveling helps offset the cost of my travel. So it's such a win-win. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Money Rehab is a production of Money News Network. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Money Rehab's executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Our researcher is Emily Holmes. Do you need some money rehab? And let's be honest, we all do. So email us your money questions, moneyrehab at moneynewsnetwork.com to potentially have your questions answered on the show or even have a one-on-one intervention with me. And follow us on Instagram at moneynews and TikTok at moneynewsnetwork for exclusive video content. And lastly, thank you. No, seriously, thank you. Thank you for listening and for investing in yourself, which is the most important investment you can make.